Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac. Yum. Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. Welcome back, guys. We're at another lovely Friday, and to start things off, let's do it right. Oh, getting a little... (laughs) (laughs) Excitement. A little bit of splish splashy there. All right, guys, so we're back again with another episode of Customer States where we talk about everything in the automotive industry, blah, blah, blah. You've been here before. Um, Maybe they haven't. Maybe you're new here. If you are, hello. If you're here, good luck. All right, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, my name is Jake Rikus. I've been in the service industry for about three years as a certified service advisor. Um, I've been working on vehicles since I was wee little, and to my left on the board, since Kevin is not here, is man with many hats. (laughs) (laughs) that's about that's about three pages prior um hi my name is mike sarah i am the man with many hats um i'm the senior master technician shop foreman um fixer of things wearer of hats destroyer of dreams it um oh yeah interviewing uh and, and and now button masher as well home wrecker <laughs> can't prove that <laughs> can't prove that <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sell the belt. Oh, I should also set him also a chair swiveler and pen clicker. Okay, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. <laughs> stay um, tuned. Stay, yes. stay tuned, folks. And uh, once again, this is Customer States Podcast where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. And um, Are you uh, playing footsie with me? No. Uh, footsie adjacent to me uh, is uh, Allie, the warranty uh, wizard herself, Allie Paul. What's up, everybody? This is Allie. I have been doing warranty for 11, 10-ish, 11 years at the dealership for 11. And yeah, we're doing it. I know I've opened it that way before. We're doing it. We're making it happen. (laughs) (laughs) I need to like workshop my openings. Yeah, if it works, don't fix it. But today is a very... Very special day. What Why? makes it so special? Because. 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 Kier is here. Yes. <laughs> I got the horns. <laughs> and to my, well, technically to my right is Kier. Hi, guys. I'm Kier. Uh, I've been in the automotive industry for 26 years. Been an advisor for, well, I was an advisor for 12 years. I've been a service assistant service manager for about the last five months and uh congratulations yeah thank you You're thank welcome. you it's been a hell of an undertaking <laughs> it's super a easy a little bit right? of remorse oh, yeah. a little bit of buyer's remorse you but know what? No, <laughs> we're gonna get through it yeah you're gonna do fine you're gonna you're gonna overcome we will overcome Woo! yeah 
So think about all the things that you're learning. Mm. Yeah, that's he used that term lightly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> learning. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Learning to cope with it at this point, I'm sure. The one thing this job teaches you or just in the automotive field is how to not kill people. The restraint it teaches you is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to like take it on the chin and turn the other cheek. Yep. Um, yeah, it's phrasing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The, the phrasing button is on another page. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's moving fine. forward. <laughs> so, Mike, um, you're going to go ahead and start this off because you and your overworking tendencies apparently showed up on labor. Dedication. Day. That so, is not dedication. <laughs> so, uh, what did you say, Kier? Excellent. Either Kier, dedicated or dumb. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> also, <laughs> also, also, yes. Um, so, yeah, Kier doesn't even know about this story. Um, so, on Friday, I had checked the uh, workday application, which is like where I clock in and out of work and stuff like that. And usually on there, it'll tell me like, oh, it's Labor Day. Here's your eight hours paid holiday. And it shows that like ahead of time. Well, in the application, (laughs) so frustrating. in the application, it didn't say anything for for that, like that it was a paid holiday. So I figured, oh, so we're coming into work. So Monday morning comes around. I get up. You were that person. And, you know, I show up to work at six o'clock in the morning. And go ahead and open up the gates and walk around the shop and open up all the doors, turn on the lights, turn on the compressors, open up the showroom, get the keyboards out, you know, start doing everything. Then I noticed like, you know, the first thing, my first clue was when I pulled up to work in the morning and I noticed that two of my other uh, early employees weren't there. I was like, oh, good for them. You know, like they took Labor Day off, you know, makes sense. Okay. So so I opened up the shop and literally like an hour and 45 minutes later, um, I'm walking up to the service drive. I'm like, man, where is everybody? No one's come in yet. Like, there's nobody here. What's going on? So I walk up there and I look at the schedule to see who's supposed to be working today. And dun, dun, dun. Zombie apocalypse. I realize that it says closed. (laughs) Oh, my. Uh, Mike, this is. Oh, wait, hold on. That's good. Yeah. This is also going to be your intervention that you work too hard. Um, I enjoy what I do and I have pride in my work and yes Allie I have a question (laughs) so over on Friday when you were talking with everybody hey what are you gonna do this weekend none of that no mention whatsoever no No one was like oh well manager or any fellow employees or anything I guess it was just assumed (laughs) everybody knew I mean now I, I will tell you that I have a schedule and that schedule did say that we were off that day and it is pinned on a refrigerator that's sitting on top of my toolbox that is to the left of my computer normally. So I had every chance in the world to look at that and realize that I had Monday off. However, I chose to look at the time, you know, clock in, clock out application and didn't see it posted there. So I just figured that I was supposed to come in. Yeah, we'll call it dedication. Yeah. Or stupidity. Wait, so d- how dedication, long? Dedication so you just, or dumb. So you just... I'm sorry you had to wake up early, though. I, I would have been. I, I was. Yeah, I was. I mean. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's okay. You're early so the riser. people that are early birds are always early birds, yep. even if it's we, on the weekend. We I mean. woke up at like 745 that morning. Yeah, that's sleeping in for like an hour and 45 minutes. That's when I realized that I didn't have to be at work. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, and see, the, the thing is, though, it's all like when when early bird for us, even 745, when I have people calling and they're like, oh, I want an appointment for the early morning. Okay, I've got 730, 830. No, 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 I'm thinking more 1030. The fuck? That must be nice. Yeah. I would love to start my day at 10, 1030. 
I have one specific coworker who comes in at 9.30 to 10 every single day, and he is not a manager. He's It's Derek. Oh, gotcha. He does contracts. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can't name drop here. Oh, Derek's been mentioned on the podcast before. It's a little bit of bus rolling if I've ever heard it. Bus rolling. Derek listens. Oh. Yeah. Hi, Derek. Hi, Derek. Hi, Derek. Hello, Derek. <laughs> As I looked and, over here, hello. See, Just and, kidding. And that's the difference between mine and your dealership is like how, you know, nobody really talked about the whole thing about getting Monday off. At our place, everybody like two weeks prior was like, are you so fucking stoked for Labor Day? <laughs> yeah, it was like school's out. Three days. Three days. Yeah. <laughs> I, I legit had no idea. I mean, and it was funny, like my, my dad was texting me like, oh, can you come over to the house at like 10 at, at 10? I was like. Tonight, like I have, it, you know, this is Sunday. It's like, a work night. I, I, yeah, I can't come over at 10 o'clock at night. I have work tomorrow. He's like, what do you mean you have work tomorrow? I'm like, I, yes, I work tomorrow. It, don't you know it's Labor Day? Yes, I know it's Labor Day. I have to labor on Labor Day. I'm very yeah. sorry. It's That's <laughs> the opposite of what you're supposed to do on Labor well, Day. Yeah, well, fool, it's like fool a, me. It's like America's Chavez. Yeah, it's just another hat to add. <laughs> Sell the bell. Yeah, uh, it was pretty brutal. I mean, I, I was kind of embarrassed. I took like some very sheepish selfies and. Oh, um, yeah, I, 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 can I post them? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Was it like sad face and like, where's it, everybody? It, it was very pouty. I'm not going to say duck lips, but it was very pouty face. <laughs> duck lips. It was, it was a picture of me with, you know, in the service office with nobody around and then a picture of the schedule that said that. <laughs> we were off on that day. Awesome. Oh, yeah. so, you know, it's okay. It's oh wait. Uh, well, we got kind of screwed this year with you know what we would have gotten time off for for all of the you know holidays. Yeah, all the holidays Christ- fall on Saturday. Yeah. I was gonna say Christmas. You're screwed. New uh, New Year's Eve. You're screwed. Uh, actually, the only thing that we is Thanksgiving, but that's because it's Thursday. It's every always year. Thursday, so yeah. no holidays. You know what? I'm curious if that's going to change this year. Now that what they're just going to change? No, 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 Thanksgiving. No, no. no. Oh my god. <laughs> well, COVID happened. There's uh, no. Thanksgiving's been no Wednesdays now. <laughs> no, be, because Sam passed. I'm yes. curious if how previously, if you took the extra day off. You didn't get paid. I'm curious if now they're going to be like, okay, now we're going to kind of reel, reel back on that or reel that yeah, in. I have a question. Is that a thing where you guys work? Like if you take a day preceding. Either before or after a paid holiday, will you get paid for the holiday if you take a vacation so day the old, prior or before or after? The old company was that um, if... You had to be there at least four hours the day before and the day after. So you could do like a holiday. Day. Okay. Yeah. And then you would get but paid. But I don't believe that that's this, the way with the new company that took over. Yeah. At our shop, we're day before and day after. Okay. okay. So Full that's day. like a normal. Full days. Yeah. Okay. Full days. Okay. So, I mean, if you're there Friday, you'd have to be there on Tuesday for our guys because of the, you know, we don't, we're, we're closed on Saturdays. So. Okay. Yeah, that must be nice. Yes. We <laughs> are. Are you open on Saturday? Too. Hell Yeah. You yeah. work, on, but you don't uh, work no, no, no. on Saturday. Okay. That's like a Luby day. No, 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 so no this, sorry. That you have to. As soon as you have four hats, you are no longer required to work <laughs> on Saturdays. <laughs> Minimum uh, wait, of four on. hat I requirement. Add, I have to add plumber onto my hat Excellent. this week. Excuse so. we, me. I uh, I played plumber with uh, Alex this week. Well. Kind Wait, of. phrasing? The service manager? <laughs> huh? The service manager? The new to be. <laughs> the new Sorry. to be. I just wanted to stick that in there. That's fine. And like, I said, and like I said, I'm I'm happy for the guy. I'm bummed I didn't get it, but what are you going to do? Life moves on. But uh, 
yeah, the this year really, really screwed us with the whole vacation time. I'm super bummed about that. Well, with the Labor Day and the long weekends, it's nice. I love it. But for the rest of the week, it's like catch up the whole rest of yeah, the week. Yeah, but that's when we haul so- Like, you know, that's to be expected. Any any time that you have a, a prolonged time off, like even when you take time off of work, like you talked about last week, yeah, you know, there's always going to be a backlog of stuff for you. I mean, yeah, that's, that's to be expected. Well, that's just awful. because it's to be expected doesn't mean I have to like it. Well, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. what's uh, what's that saying from that one movie? Tuesday bent me over a barrel and showed me the fifty states. I don't know that movie, really? but it's, that is funny. Oh my god, I can't remember the name of that damn movie. I'm surprised none of you know that, especially you and Mike. I've heard you say it, but I don't know what it's from. I don't. I don't have a soundbite for that. I'm looking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is uh, frantically. I couldn't think of the word. All I could think of was frequently. <laughs> uh, Mikey boy, you mentioned clearing a backlog. Um, oh yeah. So um, we had talked in previous podcasts about how my department, my you know, my dealership in general is backed up in work. And mm-hmm. my department was, you know, uh, at least a few weeks out, if not a month or so out. So I finally ended up clearing out the backlog of stuff that I had currently sitting at the dealership. And as I was finishing the last two tickets, I got with um, one of the um, advisors, actually not an advisor. It was Sam, the warranty administrator, who's coming on the freaking podcast Sam. soon. Sam, Sam do when? it, now. do it, do it. Here. Sam. Um, oh, so this is funny. Uh <laughs> Can you can you read that, Kier? Mm-hmm. Denise. Yeah. Oh. My service manager is calling me right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Answer. Uh, I, no. Uh, <laughs> dude, you I should answer. You should answer. You should answer on the podcast. No. Is Come it on. okay no. that I put you on the? On, you're being recorded. No, no, because whatever she's going to say is going to be private. Um, anyway, so lame. Um, yeah, super lame. Hey, this is a, this is a cool behind the scenes for everyone right now. Dad wears I'm many hats. Not going to be able to edit this out. <laughs> so anyway, moving forward, um, clearing up my backlog. Um, why I was able to finally get through all of the stuff that I had currently sitting in my stalls. Um, you know, waiting for authorization, waiting for parts. We have a horrible backlog of parts. So I have finally been able to go through that. And now we've been trying to call the customers back that are on the waiting list. I have a waiting list, you know, it's, you know, 16 or 18 names on a sheet and then two pages. So, um, some of the customers have already been able to get the vehicles fixed or don't answer phone calls. So I've been working really uh, hard with Sam and trying to get the new, uh, the, the customers to come in. And so, I mean, so does she like help call the customers as well? Yeah, because we don't have, um, an adequate support staff. <coughs> don't even start with me with adequate Everybody support has staff. No, no support staff. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, so there, there's literally sign on bonuses for people to work at restaurants right now. Yeah. Uh, well, since OnlyFans decided to almost quit and then leave that going, <laughs> all of your favorite restaurateurs now don't have any employees. Uh, I was so looking forward to that. Hey, I recognize you from somewhere. <laughs> you would. <laughs> yeah, I'd like the sh- I'd like the shrimp scampi. Hey, I've seen your ass. Well, speaking of scampi. <laughs> oh my god, you're fired. Um, no, that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Okay. Um, so yeah, finally able to clear the backlog and, and working with Sam, it's hard to get the customers back in. You know, we have a, we have an issue in, in my specific area, my region where another local dealership doesn't have a transmission department. So then that leads oh. to further areas for the customers in our region to go to. Right. And so we're trying to call these customers back. And, um, one customer in particular had taken his car to an independent shop just because he wanted to get it fixed. 
And so he finally gets his appointment time and he comes in after he's been scheduled and um, he shows me the paperwork from the independent shop that says, yeah, you got these DTCs and this concern and blah, blah. And we recommend you go to the dealership because it's covered under this extended field service action, blah, blah. And the customer comes in. Thermal events. <laughs> <laughs> the customer comes in and shows me the paperwork. Oh, you have these codes, blah, blah. Yeah, that's fine. I, I can totally take care of it. We don't need to go for a road test. Just leave the car with me, you know, whatever. So I go to go plug my computer into the vehicle to go print out the DTCs because I have to have a printout of the mm -hmm. DTCs mm -hmm. right, to prove to a Ford Motor Company that this vehicle actually has a problem. Your documentation. Well, the independent shop cleared the codes. Awesome. <gasps> of course they did. Oh. So we told the customer, hey, um, either you can leave the vehicle with us and we'll <clears throat> put a service advisor in it to go drive it around until the codes reset, or mm -hmm. you can take the car and bring it back when the codes reset. But uh, unfortunately, yep. this independent shop kind of screwed you over, so <laughs> yep. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it was, and he was waiting for like three weeks. Like, should they Jesus. have known better yeah. or was that just like the an independent honest shop mistake? should have known better. They, also, in, 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 independent in, shops will also do that just to screw other dealerships because why? they're like, if we can't fix it, screw it. Go ahead and dig a little bit harder. In yeah. the paperwork, it even said, oh, found, you know, such and such bulletin or whatever for Clear extended cut. coverages and, you know, recommend to go to dealership. Clear DTCs. Totally. Hosted. Why would you yeah, do that? Hosted. Why would you do that? And that's exactly it. It's another shop going, well, I lose X amount of money from this job when the customer goes, well, I'm going to take it elsewhere. It's like, fine. F you clear the codes. Doesn't it have in for some of the Mazda vehicles? Doesn't it show everything that for the connected? Oh, sorry. Sorry, microphone for the connected vehicles. Like it will show ev even if it cl was okay, cleared, so, it would still show it. Right? So with the connected vehicle where you can go into the VIN and look at stored codes, the problem is, is it will show you that a check engine light was on but it's very it won't show you all the specifics it's basic so it'll, it'll be, be the data right so or, it's like it'll be you know it was coming from this area or it's a possibility it was this code but the problem is with the connected services because it's still pretty new on some of them you either you know you'll click into it and let's say it was a an evap code it'll be like possible from this area and you can click into the you know explanation it'll say these are the possible areas it's coming from other times when you click into it it's just blank so, so we have what's called uh, VHR, Vehicle Health Reports. And on all okay. our vehicle health reports, it'll actually show you the DTCs and what module they're in and things like that. However, I can't, like, I can print that out, but that's not what Ford Motor Company They won't accept needs. it. Yeah, what, no. that, oh, that's not the proof that they need for yeah. the warranty side of it. Okay. And and see, and he... Yeah, did. there's a lot of specifics, at least for the Volkswagen side. I've... Because they have GFF, so it's guided fault finding is what they call theirs. Yeah, we have guided uh, yeah. routines and things like that as yep. well, yeah. Yeah, and it's very specific of like how everything has to be run. It can't be a temporary log. It has to be like a permanent log and like this whole thing. So can I tell you? And when I do look at the data, because I have to know from time to time, um, it's in German. Oh, so gotcha. I have world <laughs> lens on my phone. Yep. <laughs> so on the computer screen. Let me tell There's you a sound bite for that. Hold on. Just and nobody talk right now. <laughs> <laughs> let just me, click, 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 click. Let me let me oh, tell you a, a little <laughs> secret about that connected services. What that is really honestly for and what that was brought about. So the for, government can track you. Sure, we can go with that. <laughs> um the main reason is 
with that, that was kind of a selling point also for the customers for a new car. So if they're stranded in the middle of nowhere and the car shuts down, it's got a check engine light and they call Mazda roadside, they go, well, we can look at your car and tell you this is what it is. And that's to calm down. That's really about it. It's well, a, it's a, it, it, nothing you can do about well, <laughs> that right, from, but, from a phone call over a satellite. Right. So. But to your regular Joe, when you're sitting there like, oh my God, my car stopped. What could, what could it possibly the peace be? Of mind and then you go, well, we logged into your connected yeah. services and it shows us just your so-and-so and there's nothing to worry about. We'll send a tow truck. It's better than going, well, I don't really know. Hopefully your car doesn't Sir, explode. are you still sitting in the car? Oh my God, get out. <laughs> <laughs> But and, oh my god, well, that would and, be so traumatic. And, and in uh-huh, uh-huh, just kidding, yeah. <laughs> well, that was like it's, that's you, like Jake's yeah, COVID it's like, test. That was like my damn COVID test. I had to go. What? I thought I had. Sorry, co- side note. Yeah, this side is note. important. I thought I had COVID a long time ago. It's just I had a really sore throat oh, with all like of that. Shit. Oh, that's normal, dude. <laughs> and if you know me, you know me. Um, <laughs> I had a really, really bad sore throat. And of course, that whole thing is one of the big signs is you're going to get a sore throat first. So I went to an urgent care that night because I'm all like, well, I need to find out. I don't want to go to work and get everybody else sick. So I go to the urgent care. I, you know, get the rapid test. The lady comes out and she's the helper. She's not the actual nurse. She wasn't the person who took the test. She's the receptionist. So she tells me, okay, I'm going to send somebody out for you. They're going to do the test for you. She'll apply the swab. She'll bring it back, and then I will come out and tell you what we have found. Right, okay. So lady comes out, shoves it into the back of my, you know, my... Brain. Yeah, my brain. Um, <laughs> and she leaves. Well, at least that's still there. Right. Well, I, don't, I don't know, man. It's like... When Allegedly. She, when she heard that, it was a lot of... Rattle. Inside, exactly, rattle. Well, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Very nice. So she leaves and her, and of course I'm sitting there and I'm nervous. It's like, you know, you're thinking, well, shit, I've got COVID. Who fucking knows? Maybe whatever the case, her helper comes out and she looks at me and she goes, I'm so sorry. You have COVID. And my heart drops. We both are. Yeah, we both are. So, and that's, that's what she said. Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, that's not, not the right one. <laughs> that's not the right one, Mike. Oh, wait, hold on. Dear God. Yeah. Go. I'm sorry. It was, it's, it's one up, one down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kevin, we uh, miss you. <laughs> so she goes, she goes, sir, I'm so sorry. You have COVID. And I go white and I feel my heart drop. And then she goes, oh, I'm just kidding. You're fine. Bitch, uh, what? Uh, the bedside manner is Excellent. is not good with this one. See, here here's the thing, though, especially in the service industry when you do stuff like that. It's like, that's ground. Like, that's like if Jake was like, I'm sorry, you need a new engine. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Honestly, I do that with customers sometimes. But if, no, no, no. If I know a customer real well, yeah. that's a different story. So that's, this is after I've been on a road test with them. And right. in the five okay. or ten minutes that we're road testing, we have a little bit of rapport, you know, if if you've talked to me for five minutes, you know that humor is my like go to, right? So yep, right, you know, right. Uh, now we she, do a podcast. Now she was, lo- <laughs> she, yeah, she was lucky. I can't I, hand out the business cards to the customers, unfortunately, <laughs> no, because no. they're going to be on the podcast. <laughs> she she was lucky that I wasn't one of those Karen types because that's like super crazy grounds to get fired. It's like it'd be the exact same thing as if we pulled something like that. It's like, oh well, sorry, you know, we whatever to your car, and now it's f, so it's all on you or whatever the case, or yeah, or a Karen that walks in and it's like, well, fuck you too, bitch, leave. 
there's there's an extent you can pull. It's like, oh, you know what? We 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 did the, we did the diagnosis, and it turns out that you're going to need and new the, transmission. Blah blah. And do actually, was, you know what? I'm just kidding. It's it's covered under warranty. It's yeah. already done. Come pick up your car. It's cool. Well, yeah. yeah. This was like, and this was like mid peak COVID. This wasn't like after <laughs> yeah. mid mid peak. Yeah, like right when that like this first was like spike the happened. Second and a half wave. Extra medium. <laughs> yeah, extra extra medium. Yeah. Extra medium, extra medium shorts. So that was that was fun but you know whatever i didn't have covid so there's a bonus on that one but that was not fun I, yeah I, I still can't stand thinking about that yeah that's um i don't know but anyways but uh on that with the whole customer thing how you said the um humor with what a customer needs i've got a quick story on that before we move on oh good good let's we well we i had a customer the royal we did yeah, the royal we um, I had a customer today who came in with a, I can't remember the code, but it was. I only uh, know the P0420. <laughs> That's the only one I know. Uh, by heart. And what does that mean? It's for a cat. Bank it's, one. Cat it's efficiency. efficiency. Yeah. Bank one cat, yeah. cat efficiency. Yeah. If you're going to know one code, that's a good one to know. <laughs> yes, it's it is. 420. <laughs> like, of course I know that code. Why do you know that code? Because. In high school, she because did, she I need my people. medicine, Jacob. Oh dear God! <laughs> Moving forward, as we probably should. I forget the code, but it was for temperature threshold one and two below correlation. I think I'm spitballing here, but those are words. Um, it's either for it's, th- it's for either the secondary O2, like the catalyst monitor sensor. No sensor. No, this was this was temperature correlation one and two for a. a cat uh, like for an o2 sensor no not for an o2 diesel no it wasn't a diesel so it's either for it's one of three things it's either the intake the actual you're you're right the mass airflow sensor the connectors can be fried from the i forget the number of the pins but it can be there it can be your heater core malfunctioning or it can be your thermostat Man, that seems like a lot of different things that aren't related. Right? That, yeah, but that's what that when you go in and you look and you read all the TSBs and all that crap, it's one of those three. So Mazda is a terrible. <laughs> you have no idea. One code for three things. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Good luck. But no yeah. diag. Yeah. You have you have no idea. And then when you call tech line to ask, it's like, <clears throat> what do you guys want us to do with this? Well, there's really nothing we can do for you. Go ahead and send the customer home. As soon as it's worse, we'll go from there. We were told that today, man. We called tech. Wait, was that the P zero three zero zero one that you called yes. me about today? So, oh, so that's that's a random misfire. Correct. So yeah. that was a random misfire. It's a Miata, and I'll get back to the story. But this no, one's... but that was just like a G carb. I thought. So hold on. Oh, there's more. Ra- but wait. So random misfire. Yeah, but wait, we, there's more. We wanted to do a D carb because we know that that's all it needs. He's using super crappy gas, and the Miatas are horrible with that. <gasps> so there you go. So. When we call TechLine to ask them, it's like, hey, look, guys, that's yeah. not warranty. <laughs> that's not warranty. <laughs> when we called TechLine, we're like, guys, it's going to need a decarb. It's like, it's got misfires on every single cylinder. It's enough. This is really what it needs. We don't need to throw parts at it. And TechLine's response was, well, how many misfires are on each you know, cylinder? And we're like, eh, anywhere between like two and seven. What, like, looking at mode six or something. Mode like six, that, yeah. correct. Yeah. So. They're like, nope, that's not bad enough. Clear the code, send it home. As soon as it gets worse, we'll see if we can help out the customer. Is this under warranty? Under warranty. Oh, wow. That's... Even so, man. It's all like... I called and warranty said it was covered if TechLine said it was okay. Brutal. (laughs) Super brutal. So back to the other one. 
So this lady who comes in, she's super nice and she loves her car. It's a 2014 CX-5 with 115,000 miles. So it's out of all warranty. Her extended service contract expired 5,000 miles prior to her coming in. She had a hundred, yeah, she had 110,000 mile warranty head to toe extended. So it came in and I told her, look, these codes, according to Mazda, can be your mass airflow sensor, it can be a heater core, or it can be um, your thermostat. I, I don't know if I feel good at being the customer. It's like, oh, fuck, like how much diag are you well, going to charge see, me to see, figure out what is wrong? And see, I told her, I'm like, look, if it's your mass airflow sensor, you're looking at like 200 bucks. If it's your thermostat, you're looking at like four or five. If it's your heater core, you're looking at like 24. Yeah, hundred. Yep. It's like yeah, a choose your own adventure. Yep. So oh, man, exactly. So great book. So she goes and she sits and she's sweating because she's like, just my luck, it's going to be the fucking heater core. <laughs> and uh, she goes and we yeah. go and sure enough, all that it is is a PCM reflash. There's a T. There's a TSB out for it specifically for uh, that usually, model. Isn't there usually Option like four? A, Option yeah. four. <laughs> Correct. So just a reflash to the PCM. It said to check the two connector pins of the mass airflow sensor. If that's fine, you check something. Whatever. He told me it's good. Test drove it, plugged it back in. Everything's gone. So we're good. Wait. So I walk in and I look at her and I'm like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, what? I'm like, it needs a heater core. And she's like, oh. You did that thing. She's really, yeah, she, yeah, I did. <laughs> she's, she's a super nice lady. So she goes, oh my God, that's not what I need right now. And I'm all like. Can I tell you a secret? She's like, it doesn't need one. I'm like, it doesn't need one. Oh, it doesn't yeah. need <laughs> one. I need about three minutes. I need about three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so that, but it, it's it's like that when you know it's the specific customers, you can kind of push mm -hmm. push you them. Can, you can judge, right? Know, some people appreciate humor. Some people do not, and right. you don't use it on them, and you'd be very cut and dry. And right, the people that you do, you thank goodness gracious for you know, and uh, or the flying spaghetti monster in the sky, and right. Move on with life. Exactly. So it is fun to do. And I mean, I had a, I had a customer also where he just showed up randomly right at the end of the day. And he's like, Jake, look what I bought. And he pulls me outside and he's got a brand new Corvette. Yeah. And I'm like, where did you get the money to do this, yeah, man? You well, I traded in my three series. No, no, <laughs> my Mazda three. No, he's speed, all like, he, whatever. He drove a three speed. He drove a fifteen Special Mazda warranty. three. I'm like, did I call it? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> nailed it. Yeah, and I'm all like, where did you get this, man? He's like, oh, somewhere in Glendale. Some dude was selling it at like thirty five hundred under Blue Book. I'm like, oh, good for you, dude. Okay, so well, yeah, good, but it's cool good to have those, you know, relationships. That's surprising customers. given the current. Yeah, tell me about it. Market. Yeah, tell me about it. Something's wrong with that car. Yeah, your uh, your front <laughs> line actually still looks pretty full. Yeah, yeah, we've actually started getting a bunch of cars in. Oh, good. Oh, I just did, did, I thought you didn't sell anything. At least no, we sell we sell, <laughs> we sell a ton of stuff. But... Uh, at least someone, at least somebody has inventory. Yeah, we, we're not a used car lot like your guys' lot. Oh, oh man, that's what Oof. it's there's, becoming. Oof. Oof. But uh, there's a soundbite for that. Uh, if everything you're doing is bad. <laughs> I want you to know this. Or you could have gone with. I need about three videos. Also, that works too. Yeah, we've uh, we've been getting in quite a bit of inventory lately. There's some stuff we're still not getting in. We got a, we got a bunch of the new uh, L's in, and um, yeah, let's release a car before everything's fixed. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> software like flash do. on software flash on software flash. You yep. have that too, huh? Yeah, yeah. dude, that was yeah. like with the new Mazda. 3s. I think that's just uh, the norm. That's just shit. the norm now. Get them out. Get them out as soon as possible. We'll figure out the kinks once they're. 
Well, once everything's on the waiting line. for chips. Let's not fix everything else, though. Let's were just let them sit sales? and then ship them. No, no, they weren't stop sales, but they were definitely inconvenient. Yeah. For a, uh, you know, inspecting a third row headrest mm. to go find the car, get the car, do the car, pull it up, takes more than the two tenths that it pays. Yep. Yep. And yep. so that's we funny. came we, up with a plan to just do them right there on the lot. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's same what thing. we do yeah. for yeah. our recalls. We, oh, had a, we had a headrest concern with the new Mazda 3s. Crazy. We did. We had a headrest concern. We had a rear view mirror concern. We had seven. I don't know. Updates. It's becoming really hard to keep track of it, but it makes my job really easy because you can just get in the groove and there's templates. For, yep. 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 How about those new mirrors, the backup mirrors that are actually cameras and the video screens? Oh, hate God, it. Yeah. Really? Oh, I, I, I kind of like them. Hate it. It just, it, it's weird. Like, because it doesn't. It's moving. And what it's, you're used to. Yeah. There it's is totally that. different. Yeah. And plus what the fancier shit gets, the easier. Uh, like when you it's back a $700 up. $700 mirror, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. When you back up, do you use the backup camera or do you still pull like one of these? Uh, well, you, I, I physically turn my neck. Always and, supposed okay. to yeah. look at, over your, at your surroundings and not rely on the camera. It even says yeah. that when you're doing that. No. Like, please always check your surroundings <laughs> no. and do not solely rely on it the camera. It beeps and tells me if there's something coming. So you, you, you've you always grown up driving cars from this era and you've mm. never had to look over your shoulder. To no, up. of course so I have. So continue to do that because cameras lie. Then why is the fuck? What do you mean cameras lie? Camera at 10 pounds is a very common saying. But so maybe that's 10 inches. Man, I'm screwed I then. 10 know. inches. Oh, oh, by Ten the way. Inches. Hey, everybody wave. Hi. Hi. Hi, camera. This might make it to YouTube. Maybe. Yeah, yeah you might see us actually doing this and see how boring we are in real life. <laughs> YouTube, customer states, dot, 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 podcast. Um, there you go. That's an easy plug. Yeah, there you go. So speaking, speaking of easy plugs. Speaking of easy plugs. Well, also speaking of possible new. So I had a customer who isn't really super like mechanically inclined, but she walked up and really a customer that's not mechanically inclined, but they think they are (laughs) right. Well, this one's like really not like, I mean, super, super not like it. Anyways, she came in and she started asking about Mazda's new electric vehicle. That's supposed to be coming out this year. As long as everything by the grace of God goes along, we're supposed to get them in October. Good luck with that. Yeah, no shit. We besides the fact of they have, horrible horrible range for the first electric that's being introduced by mazda in the u.s markets to be 130 miles you're supposed to talk good about that's not talk good that's about not it good. <laughs> everybody we have told who has been waiting for an electric and a hybrid the first thing they ask is what's the range yeah and you tell them course. 120 to 130 and they're like why would i buy that sometimes maybe good sometimes maybe shit so i re- yeah. i realize i work for mazda but there's a point 130 miles when you're facing every other electric car out there that smokes that that's just really really bad everything so she comes in and she goes, hey, have, and she goes, what I haven't, well, I know about the electric, but what's the new model? And it's coming out as the MX-30. And she goes, oh, that's super cool. Have you guys heard about the new CX-50? And I'm like, what? We're adding zeros <laughs> yeah. to our cars. Yeah, she, uh, and I look at her, I'm like, CX-50, what, what's that? And she's all like, you haven't heard? I'm like, well, Mazda usually releases these things when it becomes a reality. Right. It's not like car and or car and driver or anything like yeah, that yeah, yeah. You get and she's prototypes and exactly concept, yeah, concept and cars and yeah. she pulls it up and she's like oh yeah totally so she pulls it up and mazda and once she showed me this it made sense mazda sent us an email not too long ago about a patent that they were sending out for a all-new inline six redesign 
and that's all public knowledge. So, Surprise, it's going to be a rotary engine instead. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they they want to bring back the Wankel, and that's going to sure. happen. Ex- I, the Wankel? That's the Wankel. Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah, the Wankel engine. Yeah. yeah. Yep, rotary. So, By Mr. Wankel. <laughs> so she, she showed me this, and it's going to be basically the redesign of the CX-5, the redesign of the CX-9, and the redesign of the CX-30, I believe. But it's all going to be turbo- all-wheel drive, inline six, allegedly. Allegedly. But if if, Ma, if Mazda does that and they do it right with the redesign and how they do the engine, technically it could be a pretty bitchin' car. It's kind of weird to have an inline six again. Bigger motor. Yeah, it just, it's weird. It seems like it's backwards for what everybody else is doing. Well, right. And I if mean, they could put a two-cylinder in there and, and get 50 miles to the gallon, that's what they're doing. BMW still do does the inline six. Yeah. So... Well, and plus, basically, all that they're doing is when we were teamed up with you guys with Ford when they were making all of our V6s. Yeah. Now they're all like, "Well, maybe we can do it our, you know, ourselves, but being in line." Is, New is, product. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is, <laughs> woo! is that an in-house? Uh, it, like, is that a your Mazda's own design? Correct. Mazda's own design. Everything huh. is patented right. from head to toe by them. So we'll see what happens. Mike has to go pee. <laughs> okay, so that is not what that means. It is we what it means. Don't listen to adop- him. I actually don't Sheesh. have to pee. Uh, we have adopted Sheesh. that as the go to break thing until I get um, uh, music that I uh, write and record. You can't get rid of the key jangle. No, that has to stick. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot. so many people be like, I love the keys. Okay, so fine. We'll do the keys and that'll be the <laughs> intro into the music for the outro. Mm-hmm. Okay, and intro. Okay. That'll work. It's decided. Anyway, um, so we are going to go to break. Um, do want to thank our sponsors, um, all of them. We will talk about them more after the break. And um, again, thank you, Kier. Uh, you will be joining us after the break as well. Yes. Thank you, man. Sure. And yeah. uh, if you want to. You, we're not we're to. not holding you hostage. Kira, you haven't I said I feel like it is. You, you haven't, you haven't said almost anything this whole podcast. We're going to have been a, very quiet. We're going to have a cure heavy podcast. Uh, oh boy. Uh, at, the, at the end of it. So, um uh, please join us after the break and listen to the sponsors <laughs> buy Mexican food, buy parts <laughs> <laughs> and accessories. Um okay, and we are going out. Hi. Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. Hit stands for honesty, integrity, and trust. So you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call them anyway and tell them I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. Welcome back to Customer States Podcast. Uh, We're back from the break. 
I'd like to thank our sponsors for uh, helping us out here. Keep, keeping the lights on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, yes, uh, I want to thank uh, Nick Lowridge from Matco Tools. Nick. Uh, Travis Ferris. Hey, Nick. Um, Distributing, uh, supplying Justice Brothers products. Um, Ray Moon. Like that from, taste, oh, like that tasty uh, ass JD. See that hat right there? By, uh, by the way, Ray, before, and I don't mean to interrupt you, I have so many people that are at my dealership that have listened to this that are planning to do a mass pilgrimage to Walk your room. to your we should have a meetup at just to go and taste your we, food. We, so Ray does host car shows there all the time. Yeah, as soon as my seventy three is done, I'd love to drive it up there. So yes, thank you to Ray Moon from El Ranchito Taco Shop in Lake Elsinore. Um, I have personally been there. Uh, the food is amazing. Huge bar, many games for the kids. Blah blah, free play for the kids. Kids, I'll, I'll what are those? <laughs> little little adult humans. Little tiny humans. Um, also, um, want to give a big shout out to. Um, you can do it. Huh. I think that's it, actually. Okay, there you <laughs> okay go. perfect. Yeah. To you, listening. Oh, actually, thank you. I'll, I'll give one. Uh, the listeners, yes, thank you. Uh, I was going to say I'll give one. Uh, Sean, uh, we love you, dude. Oh, yes. Sean Lifter, man. Love you, buddy. Love you. Um, you you're always in in our thoughts. Always, <laughs> and um, I cannot wait until you're out of uh, the the hospital yep. area and back to normal and come here and um, be on the podcast with us. Uh, we love you so much. Get better, Sean. Yeah, get better, man. Uh, hashtag Celebel. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's a hundred percent. So we're going to actually turn our attention a bit to you, Kier. Um, yeah, after yeah. after we do oh this oh it's a kraken the kraken release it this podcast a one, is not brought to you by kraken one two three all right now wait wait everybody quiet oh oh that's uh-huh. nice you're cleaning that probably huh? oh yeah you kevin did that. that kevin did you that before he that left and it was right <laughs> there he, he, he did not filter. clean the i have that recorded i will show okay. you how close he got i know but he didn't clean the microphones yet so anyway yeah um yeah well he you know what i saw kevin do <laughs> he it. he doesn't get paid to do anything i, I saw <laughs> kevin do it so i'm like well it must be fine but <laughs> if Kevin jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge too? Most likely, because he does pretty badass shit. Um, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Kevin is a lot of fun. I miss him. Kevin, get your ass back on here. <laughs> so, we are going to turn our attention to Kier, and we're going to ask him a couple of questions just so that we can figure out what makes Kier tick, what Kier drives, why he decided to punish himself and join this industry. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> so uh, we'll each kind of ask a question, but we'll start with Mikey. So um, Kier and I have actually worked together, and um, strange story, he was actually Kevin's service advisor when Kevin had his Jeep over at... Oh. Uh, I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> Kevin, Whoa. everybody knows Kevin is being the worst customer ever. So yes, now that Kevin's not here, and even if he was here, I would tell you, I'm very sorry that you had to deal with Kevin. Um, I, I don't remember him. That's okay. <laughs> Which is a good thing. That's okay. That's a good Walked thing. It out. That's good. Sure. Yeah. It was a oh my horrible God, experience. I've been beating up my mic so bad today. I'm sorry. You, I, we need to end the mic violence. Okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> you are really good at beating it. I mean, um, going on? Okay. <laughs> See, Mike, um, that's phrasing. There you go. Okay, at least it was there. Okay. Um, it's a, a one in four chance that I was there. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, so, Kier, why, why don't you talk to me about what, I mean, 
I know that you like cars. I know that you replaced the uh, didn't you replace the engine in your Forerunner yourself? Mm-hmm. But what got you started into the automotive industry in the beginning? Like take take me way back. What like what got you? Yeah, way way back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so wonderful. I don't have the soundbite on the board because so that was a specific thing so for dun, 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 just, dun, just for the, the best of series. You, you should you. put that on. I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Uh, that's too good. Um, My dad was initially in the automotive industry. We were in Chicago. He worked for um, J.C. Whitney way hmm. back in the 70s. Are you from Chicago? From Chicago originally. Oh. Chirac. Uh, I didn't yeah. know that. Um, moved out to California. My dad got a job with Tuna Masters as a purchaser and worked for Andy Granatelli for a bunch of years, which kind of got me into the car oh. thing. And um, just, I started at a dealership as a porter. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, at yep, so did you. your Same location, <laughs> back no in way. yeah, where, where Mike works now, before wow. all those bays were there, uh, back in 87. That oh, was the year I was 80, born. 86, 87, 86. <laughs> How old are you, Kier? 50. You're 50? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, and then was a porter there, moved up to doing quick um, quick line stuff with electrical. Luby. And, no, not Luby, but more electrical stuff. Oh, okay, they would call cool, yeah. 15A and okay. yeah. in the uh, like, Chrysler uh, world. Quick, so we, we call it quick service. It's like um, all the electrical. Like, gotcha. Or, no, I remember like doing, doing a lot of stuff with uh, Mustang convertible tops back in the day. Oh, yeah. okay. A lot of motors, a lot of actuators, yep, and yep. a lot of lines back then. And then doing, you know, I did that for a few years, got out of the industry, moved to Colorado, <laughs> moved back after... Ready. 10 years and got back into the automotive industry again. What did you do in Colorado? Um, in Colorado, actually, I worked around. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I got married, then got divorced and moved, but um, for a living, I worked at a dealership. We had, um, we had, I think like 17 dealerships and I started at a PDI center. Oh, okay. So we were getting in all the cars for all the locations. They'd PDI them. They'd run them through the detail, did the detail line for a long time, worked in the, upholstery and trim shop for a while um doing some of the sewing then moved down to oh that's that's cool yeah that's different yeah i've kind of had a bunch of different aspects went and ran their detail department for a little bit and then went over to the paint and body side and was doing paintless dent repair paint repairs Mm -hmm. used car stuff back when saturn was a car right yeah Yeah. um i (laughs) remember i remember when the saturn sky i just saw one the other day i was at the grocery store i was at the la auto show that year when they pulled the sheet off of the top of that and everybody went absolutely apeshit over that car and then what was the other what was the other one the pontiac solstice solstice yeah Yeah. it's like the sky or whatever was kind of the same car yeah Yeah. saturn sky and pontiac solstice those two came out the but i mean it's like the brz and the whatever the other one yeah brz (laughs) and the other one the toyota and the uh, oh yeah and the subaru Subaru. well yeah i know the subaru was the brz but the the supra no. no oh my god bro it's, is that a super it's another like a couple of letters it's a three letter acronym yeah frz oh that's the, a, uh, frz there it is yes, yes. that's it wait no no i don't know fdr no that's a, that's a motorcycle <laughs> jfk no nope. it's not that it's like fdr it's fdr it's dead from the waist down um oh my god <laughs> thank you too Mike. soon thank you too soon who are you okay anyway moving on so you you have really had your hands really in a little bit of everything in the automotive yeah. industry he's that's, the original yeah. cool. man then of I, many hats know, i got into writing did that for 
know, 12, 13 years for Chrysler, moved around a few different spots, moved up to Jeep up well, where I'm at now. Right. And then left there, joined Mike for a few years and then came back. Out of the curious. best years of my life. Mm. <laughs> and I, I've actually got a couple of questions for you coming from a still what I would consider myself. Not not fresh, but still new in the whole industry with the writing thing. What brought you to writing? What what was it that you went, I want to give that a go? Um, you know, I mean, it's I like customers. I like people in general. Being customer facing. Yeah, I mean, it's I, I like that <laughs> aspect of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's proven to be much much more difficult, you know, in the right. last Five years, it's gotten crazy. The last year has been bonkers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, trying to say the least. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's a good way to make a living. It's, you know, I like the aspect of I'm around cars all day. We're helping mm-hmm. people fix problems and I don't break my back. I mean, right. Mike knows as far as being a tech, it's really hard on the body over the years. Yep. And, sure. And, um, yeah, I have the body of a 50 year old. Right. 60. I, I, yeah, I'd say probably I'm older. He looks way better than you, dude. Kier looks Kier outrides. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Kier can, can outride me any day, for sure. On the bicycle, oh. for sure. We used to go riding all the time. Mm-hmm. Are you a bicyclist? Uh, a little bit. He's a bicyclist. Does, do you ride your tiny bicicleta to screw? <laughs> <laughs> now, and see, that, that makes me feel better hearing it from you, basically, because when I got that opportunity, same as you, started as a porter, like just, I was like, I need a, a job, guys, COVID hit, whatever the case, you know, or it, this was actually a little bit before, uh, before, but I ran my own business, I was in IT, that fell flat on its face because my partner's really screwed me through that and I got the blunt end of the stick. Man, nothing is fucked here. Nothing <laughs> is fucked. And then I was lucky that with my lovely wife-to-be, um, Hello. She got she got me the job at the dealership as a porter. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll take it. I don't care. But right. there was a conversation that took place. I was like, are you sure? Yeah, she did look at me. Are and she's you like, sure are you sure you, you want to work here? And it was that mentality. It's like, I don't care. It's like, in, in my mind... It, it, like with Mike, I work hard, whatever it is, I'm going to do my best at it, even if it's not really glorifying, so to speak. You, I'll shovel shit. I'll be yep. the best shit shoveler you'll ever see in your life. So when it came up as an opportunity to be a porter, I'm like, sure, I will wash cars until you can see yourself in them. And then the opportunity came up where one of the riders decided to go elsewhere. And the service manager at that time, Don, he was like, look, I'm there's one other person I'm looking at, but thankfully because of Ali, I had a bit more of an in and he's like, look, this is a completely, I asked them too. I was like, are you sure? Right. (laughs) This is a completely different world. He's like, your schedule is going to be funky. You're customer facing. You're going to be dealing with a lot of weird stuff. You're going to have angry customer, all of this stuff. But at that point, I'm like, I'm good at sales. I'm good with people. I like fixing problems or figuring out how to fix problems. So it's nice hearing it the exact same thing. It's like that's really where my mentality went. That's how we're driven. Right, exactly. So it's nice to hear It takes a certain kind of person, I think, too, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, we've we've all seen people go through that same position, you know, as a writer that are new to it or like, yeah, I can do this. And you know within the first few days they're not going to last. They are not going to last. Yeah. 
And, you know, cause a lot of people, I mean, they think that, oh yeah, how bad could it be? It could be sales. You know, I'm good at sales. I like people. I can talk to them. It's a really it's, rough gig. It, yes, it it's is way different. Yeah. Customer, and especially nowadays, customer expectation is oh. super high and incredibly unrealistic. The manufacturer's specifications and goals and what they want. It's yeah. just unbelievable. I wanted to... They are a change in. Right. Yeah. Well, and also the other thing, what all of us kind of failed as is we all should have became engineers because those guys, <laughs> those guys, oh, yeah. those guys have it easy. It's like, you know what? Let's really make this real fucky and we'll never have to touch it again after this. But the writer explaining this oh to a customer God. and the tech who has to do this, yeah. this will be fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's like, were you around when they did what is like the first round of CX-9s, if they needed it, there were problems with the struts for the hatch, the back hatch. That was the... And they... That was the Mazda 3s. I don't... But they welded all of the struts into Mm -hmm. the hatch. Mm -hmm. So if it needed a new strut, it needed a new hatch. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Paint to match, I'm sure. It was it was a lot of money for warranty actually. That's so right. hey. Good. Right. It, but it. so when what are some of the big differences that you've seen like in the change of the industry as you've been writing? Like what has Really or anything. I mean yeah, everything you've done. Because I've been in it for ten years. Jake's been in the in the dealership world right. for three, three years. years. Mike's been in it even longer than that. But automotive twenty? Sure, but it's different when you're dealer facing, I think. Uh, Of course, of course, of course. Well, on the big side of it, I mean, a lot of the a lot of the things that have changed that I've seen that have really affected our our jobs directly is one: the manufacturers have changed their intervals to such high intervals that Mm. the car is doomed. Maintenance intervals, you mean? Yeah, the maintenance intervals as far as oil changes. tranny fluids, brake fluids. These, you know, if you look in most of the owner in, owner intervals now in the owner's manuals, they say no tranny fluid service. Right. Same with the Mazdas. It's and, a sealed system. And, you know, I mean, it's just, I don't know if they plan on the customer only holding the car for 100,000 miles and then they just don't care because they're out of powertrain or 60,000 miles, whatever the manufacturer's powertrain work right. is. But if the, um, you know, the customer doesn't think that they have to maintain their vehicle to ex- to get some sort of life out of it. Bingo. So yeah, 60,000 miles, you should get a tranny service, but the manufacturer says no, never. And at a hundred thousand miles, they're shocked that they need a transmission. Right. So they say like sealed for life or whatever, like there's life of the transmission. Right. It is a lifetime fluid. But if you read it, there's a little asterisk. Sometimes it may be good. Sometimes it may be shit. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And that's like when I've got customers that'll show up and we're like, okay, what? And they ask, what did you reset my oil change interval at? And we're like 5,000 miles, six months. And they're like, whoa, 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 wait. My friend's got a so-and-so car and they say it can be one. Once a year, ten thousand to twelve thousand miles. No. Their minimum factory maintenance requirement. Right, and I'm all like, okay. And, and we look at them. And it's like, look, guys, it's all like yeah. you are being told this because number one, when you're first buying the car, that sounds really great. Oh my god, low maintenance, all this Super stuff. Super cheap, cost of right. ownership. But second, it's all like what they're doing to you is later on. When you come back and you're like, well, I decided to wait 15,000 miles, and you do that three times in between oil changes, you're like, I have engine knock. And then when I have to throw all of these ROs, and these are the three you've had in 45,000 miles in three years, they are going to tell you to kick rocks. Yep. The engine consumes oil no matter what. Every engine consumes yep. oil. Yep. That is normal. 
And if you let the but Mike, oil degrade over a certain period of time or mileage, it's even worse. But so, Mike, it's synthetic. It lasts forever. <laughs> yeah, maybe in the dumpster where you dumped it. Yeah. Either way. Don't do that. Take it to Pep Boys or whatever. Yeah, I guess. Any any recycling center, any automotive recycling center will take that for, from you. Yeah. Please do not dump it down the drain. That's the biggest change that I've seen that makes it really difficult on our stuff. And the customer expectations definitely changed going, I don't need to maintain my stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you've got a lot of people, you know, even the lease, a lot of leases, they're like... Yeah. Three years, I never have to spend a penny because there's maintenance built in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Then they buy the vehicle after the lease, and then they're like... Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, it's going to cost money. Yep, and exactly. Maintenance required soon light came on, yeah. and then it went to like service engine oil now, and then I just waited for a little bit longer, and then the engine started to make noise, and it's like, yes. Yeah. Well, that's... On our, on our side, I can't... Of events. We can't even change the intervals on them. It just reset the indicator, and that's it. Right. It's all computer-based Reset. algorithm. Yep. You know? So, and... With that, with engine and trans, um, you've got a lurch story for me. I do, I do. So um, this actually happened this week, and um, <clears throat> I've mentioned this before. Um, every morning, I look through the um, appointments and write down stuff that's going to my department, or possibly would be something that I would need to look at. Mm-hmm. So that way, I kind of know, you know, like it's uh, this time this vehicle is coming in, and it's this concern. You gonna need about tree fifty. Uh, You know, on on my little slip of paper so that I know what's going on for the day, right? So I had this uh, vehicle that the customer says, um, vehicle lurches forward when um, going from uh, drive to park and shutting the engine off, the vehicle lurches forward. Like, okay, well, this is probably the condition of the park pall. Like, will you put it into park and then it What is it called? Park pall? Park pall. Yeah, it's like a physical. Like my last name? No, how do you spell it? Not spelled the same. A W L. Okay. Um, but it's like a physical sprag that like a tooth fits in to like lock your car. Okay. Okay. An automatic transmission so it doesn't roll down the hill, right? Okay, that's the whole point of it, right? Until that breaks. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, the customer Uh shows up in the service drive, and um, the service advisor calls me up and says, "Hey, can you deal with this guy?" Um, So I go out and deal with this guy, and. the language communication isn't very good because he's um, he doesn't speak English uh, very well. Um, so he's trying to explain to me what's going on. I said, okay, well, you know, why don't you show me what was happening? And I thought there was just going to be something that happens in the service drive. So um, he, he <laughs> so three hour tour. Yeah, so, at, well, it's, it's, at it's this not, moment, it's, Mike it, realized he <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> so it, it's not that bad. So um, I get in the car and he starts like moving out of the service drive. I'm like, okay, so I throw the seatbelt on, and so he backs up and he um, goes out. So he's like trying to leave the service drive onto the busy street, <clears throat> and um, he part he 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 puts his foot on the brake, and then turns the engine off and opens up the door and starts to get out of the car and says, see, it's rolling forward. Well, it's in here with the engine off. And I'm sitting in the passenger seat and the engine's off. And so I immediately reach over to my left-hand side and slap the thing into park. Yeah. And I say, sir, what are you doing? Excuse me. (laughs) Can you please get back in the car? And so he got back in the car and I said, I, this is your concern. He's like, yeah, like it rolled forward and it like made damage to my house and to my car. I said, yeah, I, I I bet it did. <laughs> I bet it did. Uh, You're in D, wait, not P. Yeah, can, there's, can I? there's a soundbite for this. Whatever. But anyway, uh, yes. So this legitimately happened to me. He thought that he could just 
turn it turn off the drive. car off and it would Lee and do its thing. Wait, so D um, doesn't mean done? Yeah. <laughs> no. And then he was trying to tell me about sport mode. And I was like, first of all, you have to understand how this thing works. You have to put it in park before you turn the engine off. And then that way the car doesn't roll into your house. And he like, what do you like? Really? I was like, yes, it's just like any other car I was, ever. I was made. just going to say then the customer looks at you and be all like, well, then why can okay. the car be turned off and drive? My, my so, cars do that, though. Well, uh, so <laughs> ever some, since an incident, oh, well, rotary dial cars may, you know, shut. Shut it into in the shifter ones. Yeah. Before we move on from when you, I hate rotodial cars. Yeah. So if a customer is driving you, I never let the customers drive unless it's something specific. Oh yeah, if you're watching this, we're doing the chef's uh, Italian thing. Here, thank you. There you go, buddy. Uh, no, that like if someone is gonna drive you, like, do you make sure they have like. A driver's license. This dude put me in facing traffic, rolling downhill, and got out. Abandoned of the, the car. Fucking oh car. Oh my god! He got out of the car. Nice. Left me in the passenger seat. It's really good to see you today. Yeah. Well, sometimes uh, maybe good, sometimes <laughs> maybe shit. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes <laughs> maybe shit. There you go. <laughs> We're there. Yeah, we um, are. Okay, so moving on to the next horrible story. I was just going to say, have. might as well roll into that. Yeah. So oh, roll see, see in. What I did there? Don't put Didn't it in park. Roll right into We're the next gonna one. We're going to roll right into this one. So I had another customer um, this week that, um, you know, really nice older couple, and they had a 2010 F-150. And I'm sorry. This thing's got, you know, round about 130,000 miles or whatever that equivalents to kilometers, some fraction of like times 2.2 or whatever. It does say 127 up there. Oh, it's 127,000 miles. You, oh, I, I thought that was K. Oh, I thought okay. it was jams. It's 127K miles. Uh, oh, sir. my gosh. So they, you are a technician. They couldn't understand how their vehicle might have had more than one problem for having that age of mileage on it. So the history is, is like they come in for like something sometimes, but when we recommend like front brakes or we recommend, I have a guy for that. They decline everything, everything. everything. So the concern was, was that they had a, um, it was a certain service writer. So he tends to write up multiple concerns on one line, but we have Archie. That's Uh, not his real name. Anyway, Um, oh he just knows yeah oh yeah (laughs) hey buddy hey buddy Um, i don't i don't like that so you know we're we're talking about (laughs) like a a slip bump on acceleration and a chatter on turns is what it ended up being it was two different concerns and the last the the latter part was extremely intermittent extremely Mm. intermittent and so i fixed the first problem by lubing the slip yoke and then the the lady comes back to me the 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 wife comes back to me at the end and says well you know my husband said uh, or you know the the vehicle still exhibiting the, the same concern as last time you know I, I just don't understand i said well you know you have a, a couple different concerns we had like on the takeoff we had a, a a slip and bump concern and then a super intermittent concern about on on chatter on turns or whatever it ended up being okay and um essentially what it turned out to be was that they just couldn't understand that there were multiple concerns with the vehicle so i i Mm. explained well the engine drives the transmission the transmission drives the drive shaft the drive shaft drives the differential the differential drives the wheels so as we have all these different faults going down the line head shoulders knees and toes i was gonna say the leg bones connected to it fair enough good exactly It's, it's the same thing 
So um, they were much more appreciative. And when they went to go mention, because the, the problem was, was that when we recommended the differential service, they declined it and took it somewhere else. Yep. And the place that did it somewhere else didn't add in the friction modifier because Oops. it's a limited slip differential. So they had nice. differential But they were chatter. cheaper. Yeah, they were cheaper, I'm sure. <laughs> so it, when I, do, less it, it, it is the age old you get what you pay for. I told yep. her, I said, and it well, follows you everywhere. I don't care. I told her, I said, well, if you would just, you know, if, if you would have not declined the service and yep. you would have done it with our dealership, then, um, you know, you might've had a different experience. Well, and it's like I've told other customers when they go and they decline work, when we tell them and they're like, well, I've got another guy. And I always like to look at the customer and it's like, it's always good to have you know, either another guy or I can take it to this other shop and it'll be cheaper, especially when it's other chopped shop, excuse me, to be cheaper. It's usually a place, oh my God, my tongue, <laughs> place like Breakmasters or whatever the case it may be. And I tell them, look, when you take it to this place like Breakmasters, whatever the case, they are able to give you a cheaper rate, number one, because they're using aftermarket parts, which all not always is that a good choice it's sometimes it's good to go good yep. original manufacturing parts and there's nothing wrong with that and two look when you walk in there another reason why it is cheaper is because you've got mr just turned 18 I, no first. i think i think you said travis last time well what <laughs> you know what this time it's going to be paul we're going to call him paul justin you, ju there we go i like justin so you go and chad 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 Chadwick. Ch Chad. Oh my God. Kyle. <laughs> Bob. I don't know any Kyle. No, there's no young Bob. I don't know I any Kyle. No, we Kyle. can use Kyle. 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 Okay, Kyle it is. So you go. You, you go to Kyle and. So you get nothing. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> you go to Kyle and it's like, you know, Kyle's all like, oh my God, I've always wanted to work on cars. This is his first mechanical or automotive job. And he's 18, 19, whatever the case may be. And like you said, it's like, oh, I'm going to drain a diff. But what did he forget? And it's the same thing. Mazdas with the brakes have to be put into maintenance mode. And we tell them all the time with that. You can't just clamp the the, the caliper piston. That you can't. fucks up the calipers yep. so fast. And we tell people that. And it's like, look. And they're like, well, how do you put it into maintenance mode? And it's like, we will not tell you that. And that is not the fact of we don't. It's like, you, you're screwed if you go anywhere else. Mazda tells the technicians it's a trade secret. Yeah. If somebody wants to do the work and go into it or whatever, it is a Mazda trained technician, and that is part of their Mazda training. training. Yeah. yeah. So we it's have told people. It's part of what you pay for and, right, when and, you go to a dealership. And that is the biggest thing. We will tell them, and I'll tell my customers look, you need brakes bad. And what I'm going to tell you is not to scare you. This is because I have seen other customers go elsewhere, get their brakes done, and it's a, yes, we're charging you five $600 for a full brake job. I get it. And you go somewhere else and it's four fifty, so you save money. I get it. Everybody likes to save money. But when you come back two weeks later and you're looking at a $2,500 repair because Kevin or Chad or Kyle. or Bradley. Kyle. Let's use Kevin. <laughs> He's not here. Whoever decides to take a freaking C-clamp to your caliper piston and wreck it, yep. you then come back for brakes, 
calipers, everything. Yep. Hope to God they don't mess with the you know the EPB motor, all of that. <laughs> yeah. And that's it's, the thing. So yeah. it's like, and then they look at you. Well, it's like we are really here to help. It's truly it is. We love your business, but if you're gonna go elsewhere, I can at least tell you the possible things that I have legitimately seen happen. Yep. And that's just all there is to it. Yeah. But. It's- it's it's pretty bad it's, right and and it's hard for people to understand that but it's like look if you go to a fancy restaurant or you know when you want to go out for a steak are you going to go to ihop or are you going to go to like ruth chris you're going to go to ruth chris because you want a good steak it's I'm, the same I've thing i've never been to ruth chris it sounds amazing oh dude it's but... good i'll take you okay well hey Allie, everybody Allie, heard that we have we have yes, literally Allie, at Allie. least three witnesses right Allie, now. can i have mm-hmm. a mandate with mike yeah to ruth chris you heard her absolutely oh, right. it's on i'm gonna oh, get you so wine drunk <laughs> i'm gonna go hang out with ivanka in k-town and yeah there you go do it up. so we before we because we're getting a little close to the ending here we have to discuss some things uh real fast and this is what we have and everybody knows. Well, and if you don't, if you ever hear that, we've got some listener mail or some printouts. Listener mail. So, because Mike takes the time to make beautiful printouts. Yes. So we're going to actually start and... You guys silly? I'm still going to send it. Still going to send right. it. Uh, we're going to start... Of sending it, this came from a message that was sent to us by a listener. Yes. So we are going to start with Terry. <laughs> and uh, Terry, um, we're already buds, dude. We're best friends after what just happened. <laughs> it's like, you want to do karate in the garage? Because it... <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so to give a little background here, me and Terry had a little back and forth on our messenger through you our got... Facebook. And I got... No, it's true. I got, uh, I got straight up de-slapped and owned i got called he uh but uh and i was i was there as eric would say i was there for it i was here for it we'll we'll get there we'll we'll get to that point so um we will go ahead and read this while we have the little printout and then we'll go to discussing so so kier will be reading the part of terry who kier nobody can nobody can hear you but they can see me yeah, nobody but can hear true. you curtsy into the camera, so. <laughs> my, this is my debut. Yeah, exactly. That's true. Uh, okay, so uh, Kier will be reading the part of Terry. Jake will be reading the part of... Terry. I'm a Jake! <laughs> I'm a Jake! But I'm a Jake! <laughs> and um, uh, Allie and I will fill in where it's appropriate. There you go. Allie, you remember this one? Oh, I remember. You get it, girl. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Terry, Kier, you want to start? So how does the JB80 compare to BG Enforced? I love the BG stuff. My favorite thing about it is you can apply it without getting it everywhere, like the blaster stuff and WD-40. If, you, if you've used Enforce, uh, you know you can apply it by the drop if you want. And I responded with, the JB-80 is kick-ass, man. It grabs to whatever you're applying to. It's not messy at all. And like I said in the last episode, I use that stuff on a little bit of everything. Ha, 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 ha. It's a really... (laughs) (laughs) It's a really great product. (laughs) So so what do you lube, Jake? Your pen? Your your chair swivels? (laughs) Okay. So, wait, so at wait. this point, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. I so we all have access <laughs> to the see the Facebook Messenger. You know what? Threads. Fuck you, Mike. Didn't need that many bells <laughs> <laughs> to see all of the Messenger threads. So this is my time to shine, Mike. I'm sorry, Ali, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Oh my god! I almost shot truly out my nose. So <laughs> I send out the meme of. Uh, 
vigorous popcorn eating, just watching the watching the thread, waiting to see what's gonna happen next. To to my husband, I'm sorry. Oh no, it's okay. See that that's the thing. I I like that stuff. It's like I the back and forth, the harping, and like Terry said, he's like. If a writer and a tech don't take every opportunity to oh, jab at sure. one another, it's every day, every single every day, yeah. every day. That's, that's Dude, what that's what makes like, family family. Me and my tech man, it yeah. bonds the shop. It bonds Seriously. the shop exactly. Yeah, I mean, there, there's nothing there's there's nothing better than the back and forth banter between two loving people, right? <laughs> and and I told Terry, it's all like with that. Not to be honest, that was funny as hell. I okay, I don't yeah. care. So. But do you? What? Do what? you use it to lube your uh, I chair do, I, and then? You know what? I do now. <laughs> uh, I do now. It, it actually is. I had a horrible squeak and I just wasn't getting those full 360s like I used to. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. So, but uh, what I told Terry is it's like I, I use it to clean my personal firearms, which is really good. It really eats away at uh, rust, corrosion. It's great for actual lubrication. I've used it on my 73 Roadrunner, my mom's 67 GTO, my dad's 73 Cuda, pretty much everything. It's like I, Rest I in peace, anything Peter. that I think I'm like, oh, JB80, yeah, let's give Good. it a go. And it it really has worked for pretty much everything. So it's it's a it is a fantastic product. And oh yes, we have to yeet. Uh, so we we yeeted that one away. Yep. Uh, thank you, Terry, for writing in to us. We love the banter back and forth. Love you, Terry. We, Cannot tell you enough how much we appreciate you guys writing in, yep. sending us voice memos. We'll tell you how to do that at the end of the episode. We have one more to get through right now. Yes. And um, this is a special one um, from Anonymous. Anonymous. Um, Anonymous does keep, not want to be named. Keep hop among the mists. Um, and um, we're going to read through this together. Uh, or uh, Jake, do you, do, you want, do you want to do this one? Oh, yeah, sure. no, Anonymous I, listener oh, talking about seeing Mike's multi-point inspection on the Ford Technicians Forum. See, we're doing that together. See? You see what I did? <laughs> there you so, go. so this you person is, is on our um, uh, Ford Tech. That's uh, what I figured. On, on one of my Ford Tech Forums. Okay. Because I'm the only person on the Ford Tech Forums here. Um, <laughs> yeah. How sorry. do you know? I'm under. You guys aren't on the Ford Tech I'm forums. under an unofficial name. I won't tell you who oh, I yeah. am on the Ford Tech. Are you Earl Ramsey? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, Jake, I guess, um, you can fire this up. Yeah. So like anonymous listener talking about seeing Mike's multi-point inspection comment on a Ford technicians forum. I commented about, I think it was something about how, um, you know, they were bitching about how techs don't get paid for multi-points. Oh, uh, then I said something mm. how, well, even warranty for me pays point, you know, two tenths to mm-hmm. do a multi-point, but customer pay, I don't get paid to do multi-points. Right. So like if you have a warranty maintenance service plan, I get paid two tenths to do multi-point if it's customer pay or anything else in the shop, I don't get paid to do multi-point. So, uh, Jake, would you please read on for us? Yeah, you got it, man. Alrighty. Also, saw your multi-point inspection comment. Got a good story about that. We have a big shot company coming in monthly for training at all of our group dealerships. The company name is called Dealer Pro. I'm guessing you might have heard about them. Well, if not, they train you 1980s service tactics to increase your sales. It doesn't work. Anyhow, back on track. They give us a SMART, which is an acronym for Service Maintenance Annual Something Something. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty fair. That's fantastic. That's pretty fair. Uh, Chart for mileage-based services. Management used to get onto me about not doing full bore into the free multi-point inspection seats. I'd only have one or two recommendations per car, and that was about it. 
mostly because my service rider straight up doesn't even attempt to make the sale of any of it any of it unless it's a dire safety issue or it's an issue that the car is actually written up for. <coughs> so, <laughs> speak, speaking of shots fired, so me being the king of shot politics said fine. I got a hold of that sheet and I went to, went to town for three months. Averaged about nine <laughs> recommendations per RO for a high volume service shop as well. When busy, it's nothing to get 45 scheduled appointments a day for the shop. After three months, I sat down with my service manager and told him, I am getting almost nothing for upsells. He disagrees with me, so he pulls up the reports in Reynolds and Reynolds. Sure enough, out of the industry average of 35% recommended sales being sold, I'm sitting at 9% oof, for that three-month yeah. period. Wow. That is. Then I found out the number Reynolds actually reported was wrong. If you did the math manually, it was less than that. 226 recommendations, 15 sales. Damn. Comes out to roughly 6%. Yeah. My God. Needless to say, my rider got in hot water. I have yet to hear anything about my MPI recommendations since, and I use my lack of customer sales as leverage from time to time as needed. So, I mean, you know. That fucking hurts. Yeah. That's brutal. And you know what? That's bad. It's kind of it. It's kind of the way it is. You you know, I see the argument from both sides. You know, as a tech, and mm-hmm. then as a, a of course a not tech and a not, a not tech. tech. <laughs> That's what we are. Sounds but evil. If we're not tech. Well, you know, there's two types of people: techs and not techs. Right? <laughs> well, wait, wow. three then management. Yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. Guess. No, those are those aren't people. That's oh. that. that <laughs> That's, Robots. Uh, that's not tech with extra steps. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, it's it's very true. You know, you can you can recommend everything to the customer and tell them that the wheels are literally going to fall off as they leave your dealership and they don't want to fix it. Yep. Or if you tell somebody that they need an oil change and they just had their oil change two days ago, but they're dumb, they're going to say, "Yeah, sure, change my oil." So yep. you never know what you're going to get, but it's always your duty. This is a PSA. <laughs> this is a PSA to <laughs> everybody in the in the automotive industry. It is always your duty to inform the customer yeah, what is wrong with their vehicle and how they need to fix it. Yep. Right. It's a safety thing. It's a legal thing. If you see something that's wrong legitimately, please note it down. The yeah. Bureau of Automotive Repair will have you. Yep. Yeah. So um, document, document, document. If oh, they yeah. buy, they buy. Yep. Yeah. But you gotta you gotta gotta let them know. <clears throat> I hear a knock Ready? on the door. I'm pretty sure it's the black suits coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> so I am sorry, but it is time to end our, our fantastic time this evening. Kier, thank you so much, man. It's been a blast. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. Thank you. This was yeah, great. Thanks for joining us. We will definitely you have, have you back. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Okay. It was cool. You no really think a guest would tell you they didn't have fun? Oh, no. This no. was great. This was I wanted, fantastic. I wanted an on-air I can't get out of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> you it's can't a couch, see it, but first of all, and I wanted an on-air <laughs> endorsement. Chair. But you know what? It's too much to ask for, so we'll just continue <laughs> to read the credits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Mike, what's our Facebook, our Instagram, our YouTube, our patron? Well, actually, we don't have, sorry, our yeah. PayPal. Uh, we might have Patreon someday, but one day. not yet. So yep. let's start out with basics. Um, please email us. Uh, Lefty, uh, Lucy, righty, tidy. That's a good basic. Um, <laughs> please email us your comments, suggestions, likes, whatever. 
idea topics. Your Send voice us a voice memos. memo. Yeah. I, I, and I'm always here to take a ragging, guys. If you want to just totally, <laughs> if, if you want to totally just dick with me, Berate I'm, the, I'm G. The, yeah, I'm, I'm the best guy for it. It's I've only, got it's thick only, skin. it's only two carnival tickets, right? To, to do the little punching bag thing on Jake. It, it's half off if you bring a stuffed animal. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, good. Because that's no, help. it's, it's the empty can of, oh, uh, right. The cola. empty can of Coke. Oh. Cola. Cola. Sorry. Cola. No, you yeah. have to bring your pop. Anyways, so, go on. Please go ahead and email us at customerstatespodcast at gmail.com, which also just happens to be our PayPal. That's also how you can reach us for um, the hashtag syllabelle, or again, like we said, for the voice memos and comments, suggestions, likes, listener mail ideas. Um, you can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash customer states podcast. Um, you can check us out on Twitter and, and Instagram at customer underscore states. Um, please go ahead and check out um, Dale Follett's YouTube. Um, oh. uh, or uh, Dale Falls website at twisted. Oh, I was like, he has a YouTube. Uh, he, I, I believe he is on YouTube, but you can find that uh, through his Facebook, which is also on there. Um, Dale Fall, it's the guy that does yep. all of our stuff. Yep. Um, go ahead and check out um, Norman's uh, Instagram at uh, stovocore underscore metalworks. That's S T O V O K O R underscore metal works <laughs> <laughs> um, and again you can always uh, check us out on uh, anchor.fm forward slash customer states and um, yeah I pretty pretty sure that's it yep don't forget about the hashtag sell the bell yep. um, because those things are going like hotcakes yes and they are love to see your guys uh, hashtag sell the bells in their new natural environment Kier sent us a picture yep. of his, yep. his, his on my desk. natural environment oh uh. Yeah. Mini conversation starter. Yep, exactly. It is a mini conversation starter. It is absolutely fantastic. And hopefully, again, we'll hand it up to the camera one more time for those of us that might be able to see it. Um, Thank you very much for watching us. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. If you're listening to something that you can subscribe or like to, do that. If If it has that option, Smash that subscribe or like button. (laughs) Whatever (laughs) happens with the interwebs. Yeah, if we're YouTube, yeah, we can say that now. Something about a bell. We're going to be doing YouTube, guys. I'm going to start up a Twitch for us where later on it'll probably... Don't say it and not do it. Well, Twitch will be probably free to begin with it later on. It's like we might make it a live recording so only certain people get to watch. Either way, fun stuff to come. But uh, once again, guys, thank you for listening. We're on episode whatever it is, but it is episode three of season two. There we go. But customer states podcast, right? Episode three of season two. But once again, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you to Kier for joining us. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for playing the board. Allie, thanks for uh, you know dealing with all of our bullcrap. You're welcome. (laughs) It's tough sometimes. Yeah, I know. But we will see you guys next week. Once again, guys, love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, (laughs) Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States podcast. And then... You can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.